Greetings, fellow nerds and geeks. Why don't you pull yourself up a chair, grab yourself a beverage, and prepare to enjoy a geek-tastic conversation. Welcome to the Geek Easy. Welcome back to the Geek Easy Podcast. This is episode number 75 for November 20th, 2019. I am Pixel Dan. Jonathan Leonard. And if anybody's wondering, those last 20 episodes or so have just been a fever dream. This is the real show (laughs) right here. (laughs) Everything's back to the way it was once before. Yeah. No. Welcome back to 2016. (laughs) Just jump back in time. It's just the two of us again. Uh, no, actually, this is just uh, Jaron is not joining us for this particular episode, but he will be back next time we record. So yeah, no big when, deal. When I will be gone. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. So next time it'll be just me and Jaron, and then then we'll be back to the three man team after that. So. That's right, right, and just in time for Christmas. There we go. Just in time. Exactly. That'll, that'll be our gift to the internet. <laughs> the, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. All right. Well, we got a few things to discuss today. Couple hot topics, but I think we should go ahead and start things off with a. Uh, Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. What do you think, John? I just started to think I can't remember the last time I was in a hot topic. <laughs> a hot to- like the store yeah. and the mall? Yeah. <laughs> They're nothing but Funko Pops now. That's, oh, really? that's, that's basically you what know, those that stores are. It feels like the logical uh, evolution of <laughs> yeah. that store, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's that what they sense. do now. So. If you like Funko Pops, you still go to Hot yeah. Topic. Pretty much that's it. So we're hashtagging release the Snyder Cut? Well, it, that's, that's what people were doing. <laughs> Like, where did the... Because all I saw was, uh, hey, Gal Gadot, hashtag release the Snyder Cut, which seemed like a year too late. Like, yeah. everybody else was had d- done this and it was over, and then all of a sudden Ben Affleck jumped on board, and now it just became a thing again. Yeah, I know, because we've definitely talked about this here on the show at one yeah. time, right? Oh, for sure. When this came up a long time ago, and it's... I mean, we, we've given our thoughts on Snyder, and yeah. and everybody who watches the show regularly knows how we feel about yeah. the DC films, <laughs> okay? So we don't have to get into all that again, uh, but I... I mean, I, we know that the studio got really involved and did lots of crazy changes to Justice League because they were reacting to fan reaction to yeah. their movies. Yeah. So it's hilarious to me that everybody's like, ah, give us the Snyder Cut. <laughs> When that was what was like making them all mad yeah. to begin with, yeah. like like all of the changes that happened to Justice League were because everybody was so mad at Snyder's yeah. vision yeah. of that universe. Yeah. yeah, and not not like not the studio or the actors or anything like that. The studio was on board with that for way too long. Yeah, and as soon as they jumped off, everybody got mad at them for jumping off. The internet's just a weird. It's place. so it's, weird, man. Yeah, fandoms are hard to please, and that's all there is. No, to that's it. for sure. You we know? were definitely hard to please, yeah. all of us. You know. Oh yeah. Um, um, so so that became trending again and like you said uh, Affleck made his voice heard all yep. of a sudden yep. Gal Gadot had and done I'll be it honest, I didn't want to see the Snyder Cut until Ben Affleck wanted to <laughs> and, so you and now and I want to watch you it you and Kevin Smith both <laughs> that's, what, that's what Kevin Smith did hey if Affleck wants it let's do it why not uh, but Zack Snyder even like started retweeting everybody's retweets <laughs> yeah. and like putting Which it out there. Which made me feel kind of bad, <laughs> you know? Like I feel like just ride off into the sunset on this one, and don't start retweeting people who are hashtagging your own hype. Maybe. <laughs> I don't uh, yeah. Know. That's yeah. what I said. I'm still a huge Snyder fan. I'm not 
downplaying that at all. I didn't like what he did with these movies. That's fine. I could still be a fan without enjoying every one of his projects. No big deal. Right, right. That's just one of those things where, like, that just seems so... I don't even know the right word. Like, you know, when you when you start piping in your own hype on that level, like, you've already pretty much said, eh, they did what they did, and you've walked away. Don't dive back into this. Yes, you know? yes, yes, exactly. Well... <clears throat> Breaking news, literally an hour before we started recording. I saw this <laughs> and was so happy because I wanted to bring this up anyway. And, like, not happy in the way, like, ha-ha, take that or anything. Like, I, I know that there's a lot of people that were wanted to actually, like, were pushing for this as a movement. But Warner Brothers has responded already. <laughs> and this is uh, an article on IGN that was just posted the day we're recording it, which is the 18th. Um, that says, while the stars and fans of Justice League are rallying around hashtag release the Snyder Cut on social media, uh, a report from The Hollywood Reporter indicates that Warner Brothers has stated they currently have no plans to release director Zack Snyder's proposed cut of the movie. Yeah. And and uh, it goes on to say, despite the groundswell and speculation that a Snyder Cut could go to Warner Brothers' upcoming streaming service, HBO Max... Insiders tell Hollywood Reporter that no announcement of a release of any such cut is imminent. <laughs> so it doesn't outright say that that's not a possibility yeah. for the future, but it's pretty cut and yeah, dry I mean, and that they're not. Bearing in, bearing in mind, the studio could read that article and then immediately go, oh, HBO Max is a pretty good idea. Maybe we should do that. No joke. You know, so that could change in a heartbeat, but no it's funny joke. that they jumped that quickly on responding. They, yeah, it yeah. is real funny because it really seems like it's been picking up steam in the last day or to and real quick they're just like yeah we have <laughs> yeah. no plans for that yeah. sorry so if they're jumping on that fast to say that they don't have any plans that's probably in fact the truth they yeah. have no plans to release a and i don't cut. like did they i mean i'm sure there is a like a mostly completed cut somewhere out there that he did but did i mean he didn't fully finish that movie even they brought in yeah yeah whedon and did a bunch of the reshoots right. before they were completely done with it i don't know if they had filmed everything or not but they definitely hadn't edited and like For to sure. my knowledge there wouldn't have been a final snyder cut in existence even right and know? that's the way i would think too because that all that stuff came while the movie was still in production where we started yeah. getting all the news about reshoots and yeah. S- yeah. Joss Whedon coming yeah. in and, and all and that they stuff. Happened, so. They happened like in a tight window, but they didn't happen like a week before the movie came out. Right. These things usually aren't in the can and ready to go months and months and months in advance. You know? Right, so. right. But I mean, who knows? They, they came out with a Richard Donner cut of Superman 2 like 30 years later, so... There's that's no, true. There's no telling. There's no telling, and that doesn't mean it's yeah. totally off the table. And like, in that is, case, way better. Yeah. That made a... I like really the good cut. movie I even like, better. Yeah, I like the Donner cut. This is that's not how this one would go. I don't think. I I I'm not sure yeah. I would feel that way, <laughs> but maybe some people would. Um, at least we've always got Watchmen. He gave us Watchmen. Yes, he did. So. Yes, he did. <laughs> and a bunch of other cool stuff. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's just we wasn't and, fan of his vision and, for the DC movie universe. Will hopefully give us even better, cooler stuff that right. doesn't have anything to do with DC comics. Right, exactly. Well, uh, let's talk about more DC movie stuff because there's been a lot of talk of the new Batman movie coming Mm -hmm. out with tons of casting announcements. And we didn't really get a chance to get into this the last time we were together to record because a lot of this news had broke around then. Yeah. Um, so if you you brought it up that we should probably touch on it. And yeah, I as agree. I say, like, I remember it was coming around, out around, like all the news was coming out around the time we recorded last, but I don't think we really touched on it. And... Uh, there's just some, you know, some fun name drops, so I figured we might as well bring it up because they had, you know, obviously Robert Pattinson's the Batman here. 
they had cast Zoe Kravitz several weeks ago for Catwoman, and then they just started kind of filling in some of these pieces. They had been talking to Jonah Hill for Penguin for a while, everybody assumed, and he dropped out of the race, and then it seemed real quick after he dropped out, they snagged Colin Farrell. Yeah. Which is real interesting casting, and I'm real excited to see what they do with that. Because uh, Colin Farrell doesn't have a penguin look at all. I don't I don't think. Now, I didn't think Jonah Hill did either. I think that also would have been interesting casting. And outside of when they cast Danny DeVito in, you know, the 90s, I don't know who else I envision as the penguin. Right. That's one of those. Yes. I don't know if I ever would have thought of Danny DeVito. And then as soon as they showed him to me, I'm like, all right, well, he's the only person who can ever be the penguin now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, but like I said, I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, they've got Jeffrey Wright lined up for Commissioner Gordon. I think that'll be fun. I'm a big fan of his. I think he'll be playing a, probably, this will feel like his uh, Bond role, I'm guessing, because he plays uh, Felix, Felix, why can't I remember Felix's last name? He plays Felix in the uh, Daniel Craig Bond good, movies. Yeah, good enough. People you know, know yeah, what that means. Exactly. <laughs> He's basically, you know, a law enforcement and you know an American law enforcement officer that works with James Bond, and now he's going to be an American law enforcement officer that works with Batman. Pretty similar, <laughs> right? Right. Um, and then uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler. I don't think I mentioned that yet. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think that could be good. I mean, I, I don't want to see. I, I I enjoyed Jim Carrey's Riddler in that crazy Batman Forever movie. <laughs> Um, he was so over the top. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, Jim he was Carrey. he was totally just playing Frank Gorshin's Riddler from the '60s show, the Jim Carrey spin. Yeah, and <laughs> I thought that was fun, and it fit in that movie, and that's great. That's not what I want to see. Yeah, I kind of want my more. Riddler. I want more like the animated series yeah, style. Yeah, exactly. A little more calm and collected, yep. and um, the riddles. Yep. And again, I think you know Paul Dano's not like, anybody who ever would have been on my radar. The Arkham Games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've been itching for a Riddler in a in a movie in an updated, you know, in one of the grittier yeah. movies for a long time because I think he's perfect. That's where I wanted them to go with the third Nolan Batman because I thought the world they had set up there, if they would have basically made like a toned down Saw movie with Batman solving crimes that the Riddler was putting people through these crazy right. mazes. That would have been amazing. Have them do some detective work. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So if we get anything close to that out of this, I'll be happy. And That'd like I said, cool. I think Paul Dano's got the perfect demeanor for it. Uh, so that should be a ton of fun. And then um, the other one, uh, the other one's, oh, Andy Serkis is Alfred. Interesting. Yeah. You know? you know, I could, I could see it though. Yeah. Like that's not like too crazy no. of casting. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. Um, I mean, basically, for Alfred, you need a you know you need an English guy and, and a good writer. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, well, I, as long as the movie's good, or as long as the writing is good, that'll be awesome. Right. I'll be looking forward to that. Yeah, it'll be. I'll be curious to see if they play him more like the Alfred we got in the recent movies, which was a little more involved and yeah, uh, a little more like the Alfred we saw in the Arkham games yeah. again, because he was kind of more helping Batman like. Control the drones yeah, and yeah. giving them in- intel and he stuff was, like yeah, that. He wasn't just the butler. He, he wasn't was the just the, the butler. Yeah, he was the guy in the chair. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Uh, and then uh, I don't think this is confirmed at all, but there's been a lot of speculation about Matthew McConaughey joining the cast. Yeah. And, and I think the 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 rumor is it would be in the Harvey Dent role, potentially. I would guess probably yeah. not Two-Face. Yeah, probably just Dent. But, uh, man, that's a big get if they get that. Like... That's a pretty huge deal to have Matthew McConaughey as your Two-Face, eventually, as your Harvey Dent. 
right away. It's, I, it's weird. I'm like trying to picture it though. <laughs> like McConaughey. <laughs> oh, I can see it. I can yeah, totally you see think it. so? Yeah, for sure. Two Face is my favorite bad villain, yeah. so I definitely want an awesome Two Face. I loved uh, the Two Face that yeah. we got. In, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, he yep. was awesome. Like I wish we would have seen more of him. Yeah. I wish he wasn't so quick. You know, in and out so fast, yeah. but I loved how that he was Harvey Dent so much more than he was right. Two Face. But, but I he, love how the story of that, like Joker, is the guy that everybody talks about with that movie. But that movie was about Harvey Dent yes. and his downfall. Yeah, and I loved that as a Two Face yep. fan. So I wish we would have gotten more of that. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm all in of, for that's seeing one of the more amazing parts about that movie is how well they were able to fit that entire storyline into yeah. you know a little over two hours or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. with with all that other stuff going on too, uh-huh. and they still made that amazing Harvey Dent. And Two-Face he looked cool. Yep. He looked awesome in that movie. I, I was all about it. I loved yeah. that Two Face. So I'm I'm all in for more Two Face. Do you think they're putting too many characters in this movie? Well, I mean, really, honestly, this is this. If if you're not doing Two Face, if you're just doing Harvey Dent mm-hmm. and setting up something for the future, which would make sense. I mean, he's the district attorney. He should be around, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you got. You know, Penguin and Riddler and Catwoman is, you know, it's a decent amount. But, I mean, Batman Returns worked really well. And that was Penguin and Catwoman and, you know. Uh, Christopher Walken. I was about to say, reason. yeah, Christopher Walken, <laughs> who wasn't playing another supervillain, but no. definitely was one of the main heavies of yes. that movie. So, yes, I mean, sure. he easily could have been, yeah. you know, he easily could have been in, a, in some sort of, like, known comic book role and... It would have worked fine. Yeah. This is basically a similar lineup to that. So, I mean, it all revolves around the writing. We've got movies now that play awesome that have 25 characters That's true. on the poster. That's true. So, kind of gone are the days where you look at them and go, man, they're really way bogging themselves down. They're not going to be able to handle it. Even with Dark Knight, I mean, Joker and Two-Face both had such prominent roles in that movie and we were just saying they were able to tell both of those stories with so much stuff going on and do yeah. it well so if it's written well enough it'll be fine now makes it harder yeah for definitely. sure you know i mean they're they, you know they're putting a lot on their plate but we we've now finally got some evidence that it can work so i don't have any reason to automatically assume it's not going to it's just a matter of how it comes out i'm just I'm, I'm curious to see how it all goes down i can't wait till we start seeing stuff from the movie i'm already curious what the look is going to be like how how we're going to shift you know i'm curious to see how they're going to handle batman after what they now consider to be such a misstep yeah with the the dc universe movie universe you know what i mean because we're they're dragging them away from that now they've decided that they're probably not doing a a full-on extended universe right in the yeah, movies at least like, for, at least they're not right doing now, a cinematic seem, universe it's still real weird like they've lost their superman they don't seem to be in a hurry to replace him yeah they're doing more wonder woman movies and more aquaman movies but they don't seem like they're doing anything like that conjoins them at all right that batman has dropped out they do have a new batman already but this is supposed to be a younger different batman younger, different that i batman. don't think is going to yeah. play in that world at all right they've got Shazam, which I do believe they're planning on making more Shazams. They are also definitely moving forward with Black Adam. That's been another kind of uh, news release over the last few days. Is the Rock is I think they've got a release date for it now in 2021, I believe. Oh wow! Um, and and the Rock's you know been kind of hyping that of as, yeah. you know like, 
he's been attached to that character since 2008. That's so crazy. <clears throat> and so he's excited now to finally have like a release date. Finally do anything. And so he put out that, yeah. a tweet basically saying it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm they really probably just had to wait for his schedule to lighten up. They're like, hey, you make like six <laughs> movies a year. When can you fit us in? Yeah. Um, but again, that's one right there where like it, it almost seems like they're building a Shazam universe more than yes. the DC universe. There. Which is okay. So, yeah, yeah which I'm good totally with that. fine. So it's like they still have all these pieces moving, but they yeah. don't seem to be doing anything to conjole them. Yeah. Which, again, totally fine. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't think this one is going to be, like, technically, obviously Wonder Woman and Aquaman would theoretically be in the same universe. But if they just never mention that again, right. then it doesn't matter. Right. Shazam is theoretically in that same universe based on... Within the Shazam movie, they referenced a lot of those characters. I don't know if they showed the specific characters, but they definitely showed like the logos and referenced them in an, in a sense that made you think that was part of that universe. And then Superman does show up at the end, which you don't even see his face, but it right. is that it's that costume, costume. and everything. Yeah. yeah. So theoretically, that's <laughs> another one that exists in the same place. But again, if they never mention that, then it doesn't matter. So, I mean, there's a lot of things they can do with it, and you just never know with with the movie studios, and especially ones who aren't in the middle of a great track record right now, what they're going to decide. But it does not look like they're doing anything to build that extended universe as it is. They've also got Suicide Squad and uh, and that Harley Quinn movie. That's right. That they're still working on, which is another one that's kind of like its own little universe, you know? Yeah, so yeah. So it's like they have like pocket universes coming where it's not necessarily just Aquaman and Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn. Like, they're still other movies that will work together, but they'll work together in, like, pairs and not as a overarching whole, from well, what they, we can tell right they now. They just released that Joker movie that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, nothing to do with anything. <laughs> and the, God, the first Suicide Squad... I hope they keep that not having anything to do with anything. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen it, but yeah. I I know I feel that same way. You well, I mean, it came it. out, and they it came out, and they were immediately like, even uh, you know the you know Joaquin Phoenix and uh, 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 slipping on the director's name Todd Phillips were saying you know this is a one shot this is all we want to do and then there was rumors that he was going to meet Robert Pattinson's Batman someday and they shot that down pretty quick yeah you know and you know so there's probably nothing going to happen there and then you know they kind of had an idea for a sequel but they don't really want to do a sequel and then they were probably going to do a sequel and now they're probably not going to do a sequel again but now <laughs> they might do a sequel maybe the thing made like a billion dollars so right. i'm sure warner brothers would love for them to if they want to do another one they'll be able to you just kind of hope that they don't try to build too much off of that cuz like i said i i when you know we did it well you weren't you weren't here for that i don't i don't know if you watched it or not but when jared and i yeah, did I our that. reviews of it you know i kind of said like i you know i kind of I definitely enjoyed that movie way more than I wanted to, or than I thought I would, I should say. I wanted to enjoy it quite a bit, and I ended up thinking it was pretty interesting and you know, getting my money's worth out of it at least. But that movie goes right down the tubes if they try to franchise it, I think. I really think that movie only works as it, yeah. you know? So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, totally. Well, uh, I guess we're going to have a new Batman. When's that movie coming out? Uh, the new Batman should be next year, I think. Next I think, year? I believe it's late next year. Ooh. I think. So we should probably be seeing stuff, like, soon Yeah, sooner than right? later, yeah. Sooner I than mean, later? they should be filming relatively quick. You know, it might be, it might be, an, it's probably an early 2021 release, actually, now that I'm starting to Wonder think about we, time frames. What if we get Blue Cowl for the Bat Suit? Yeah, it's 2021 sometime. 
You think they'd do uh, that in the movie? Cool. Could be interesting. It would be interesting. Yeah. I, well, because that's that's always been my favorite <coughs> look for Batman in the comics, but it's one of those things where I could totally understand. <coughs> the black looks good. Yeah. And especially in a movie, he's a little more scary as, yeah. you know, wearing the black or yeah. the black and gray like they did with uh, Affleck. I liked the black and gray. Um, but blue would be pretty cool just it, to yeah. see him do something different. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I definitely like the look of that. I like to using that as one of the skins in the Arkham. That's what I always stuff. did. Yeah. yeah, every time I unlocked those fancy skins like the blue suit, I always switched to it <laughs> in the Arkham <laughs> games. Always. Just like with the, the Spider, did the same thing with Spider Man, though. I swear yeah. around most of the time as the Scarlet Spider. I was about to say, just, just because yeah, I can. Just Scarlet Spider. Or, or the, uh, the armored Spider Man, like the silver. Armor. Oh, from the old, from that old web uh, of Yes, I love yeah. that costume. Yeah. Just for no reason, just like I'll yeah. just wear the shiny silver. It was really that was a really great skin in this in this newest PS4 game too, because it was so shiny. It looked great. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, also, the Spider-Man 2099 suit looks real great yeah. in that game because it's yeah. all shiny. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So they're all way better yeah. than the actual Spider-Man costume. So in conclusion, what a great Spider-Man game. What a good. <laughs> if you haven't played that game yet, I've played that game through twice already. Nice. I just I love it so much. All right, so we also, speaking of movies and all that kind of stuff and changing directions, we can't not talk about the new Sonic the Hedgehog trailer yeah. that just came out. Uh, the last time the trailer came out, you actually were, were not here. Me and Jaron just discussed yeah. the trailer on the podcast and the total train wreck that that thing was, <laughs> which unanimously the world agreed with because... I mean, I don't know what that thing was, but it wasn't Sonic the Hedgehog, and they were playing Gangsta's Paradise for some reason in that trailer. And the trailer was bananas. It was just yeah. like it, it, it was what you would expect to see from a video game movie back in the early 1990s. Yeah. Like, well, except I, I just, I, I mean, I, I think you guys talked about it in that episode. Like, I felt like, I felt like that movie was a spoof of itself. Is what it looked like, yes. for sure, from that trailer. Yes. You know? Uh, it's like you watch that trailer, and then you just spend the next five minutes trying to, you know, shove your brain back up your nose because right. everything's leaking out of your head. Right, exactly. <coughs> so new trailer releases, and it's a, once again pretty unanimous. I think across the world that holy cow, Sonic looks so much better now. He looks like Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. now. Yeah, big head, big eyes. You know, I mean, he's he's got the proper proportions. He looks like the character that we know and love. Plus, they totally recut that trailer yes. and gave us something completely different. They cut out the Gangsta's Paradise song. They included music from the actual Sonic yep. video games. The whole opening part of the trailer is showing us the Green Hill Zone, yep. which was one of the things Jaren and I complained about that there was nothing Sonic about that yeah. first trailer. So we actually got to see Sonic's world world in the beginning of this and even the entire tone of this trailer felt like it better represented what they were trying to do with this movie yeah the first trailer didn't give us a proper i don't know the first trailer was bonkers like you said it was just (laughs) totally insane now we kind of have a feel for what's going on here they showed us sonic's personality a little bit better in this trailer i felt like um i don't necessarily think that means that this is just going to be an amazing movie yeah because it still looks like it's probably not going to be like an amazing movie. I will say, like this trailer makes the movie look a lot better than it looked before. 
it almost gives me a little bit less hope, though. Yeah. Because with as bananas as that first trailer was, I kept thinking, man, like this is one of those things where you still have no idea what you're walking into. Uh-huh. Like maybe this is super inventive. Uh-huh. Maybe this is one of those things that you you sit down for it and you blow your mind. And then this trailer is like, all right, this looks more like what I would have envisioned, and this does look entertaining. I think it looked. I don't. I don't know what the consensus on that is. I think it looked pretty entertaining. I'll I'll be willing to sit through that movie and, and see what it's like. Yeah. However, I have much less hope that it's going to blow my mind now. It seems a lot kind of more cookie cutter, I guess. Uh, so it definitely feels cookie cutter. This looks a lot better than the worst implications of the first trailer. Right. But a lot worse than my highest hopes from the first trailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still going to stick by what I said in the first discussion uh i don't like it when these movies do that thing where they're like let's bring the character to the real world and see what happens i think that is so overplayed it's so lazy it's just i think that is the dumbest thing and i'm so tired of these movies doing that uh it's like a road trip movie or something (laughs) which i'm like i just don't understand but i like road trip movies i mean yeah i guess and then we got jim carrey just going full 90s jim carrey in this movie which on one hand that's fun because we haven't seen Jim Carrey <laughs> yeah. go full Jim Carrey in a while but on the other hand like it's super weird how they're doing that thing where he like progresses into the Dr. Robotnik that we know from the games I don't know I don't yeah. know so uh, I'm going to stand by all that stuff what I do want to commend them for uh, specifically the studio and everybody but specifically the people who had to do all of these edits get so much credit for this Um, I feel like this was one of those times where listening to the fan base was the right move Mm -hmm. because this enacted some positive change on this and everybody seems really happy now. Now that everybody's happy with the way he looks, I hope everybody goes to see this movie. Yeah. Even if you end up not liking it, I feel like we all kind of owe the studio (laughs) (laughs) for like listening to us and making these changes. Because, I mean, I think about like all the animators who probably had to work so much overtime, who don't get paid enough as it is to do the stuff that they do, had to make all these changes. And I read today, uh, looking at the numbers right now, Reanimating Sonic for the movie was a $35 million cost. So the budget went from $90 million to $125 million for this yeah. movie. So they dropped a lot of money on that. And you know a lot of man hours were putting yeah. into redoing yeah. all of that stuff. And that makes me even more surprised that they took that effort. Because honestly, $35 million is probably a high prediction for like a good opening weekend on this yes thing. yes and so so who knows how this yeah, is yeah. gonna do uh but i feel like i feel like as fans <laughs> as as the, the nerd geek pop culture fans i feel like we owe it to go see this movie just to support yeah. the fact that they they did that for us yeah and the argument could be made that they should have just did that that way to begin with instead of doing the thing hollywood does yeah. but they listened to us, yeah. and they made those changes, yeah. and I think that's pretty cool. Well, and you know, buying a ticket encourages both the fact that they did go back and change it, and the idea that mm-hmm. going forward they should just do that in the first place. Exactly. You know? So it's exactly. A kind of a two for one there. Right now, uh, let's be careful with this power that we have, guys. I don't want us like doing this every time a movie comes out now <laughs> and just like wrecking things. Like we need to use this wisely, okay? <laughs> Let's use this wisely. Yeah, I think that that that's uh, that's good advice, Dan. That'll probably be well, well recepted. So, and so when the He-Man movie stuff starts yeah. coming out, let's rally up, okay? 
well, I'm going to go see this. And I'll tell you what, I showed the trailer to Spencer and he got way excited. It's for sure going to appeal to his age yeah. demographic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he sure. was so happy to see a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yep. That's all he needed. Yep. <laughs> like he saw Sonic and got happy. So, <laughs> so Did he, you show him the first one? Uh, you know, I don't think I ever showed him the first okay. one. I don't. I was gonna see if there's a difference. I know. Reaction. I would. I should have done that. I should have shown that to him to see what his reaction was to the original look or whatever. I, he probably would have said it looked weird because he does. He points that stuff out when he doesn't <laughs> think things look right. He was pretty excited about this though, so he's already asking when we get to go see it. It's not until February. Yeah, February. They pushed think, it to so. February. So. Which is funny too. We talk about how you know much work they've done fixing that movie. Uh, they're they're probably. I mean. They're probably still going to be working on it for the next two months to actually get it ready. Like, they've got enough done to get the trailer out, but there's no indication that the the whole movie's... The trailer almost looked like it was a little unfinished Yeah. Like, some of the shots of Sonic looked a little too cartoony and not quite polished enough. Yeah. Like, it felt felt like an early... Yeah. Like, they threw something out to show us. Yeah. Is what it felt like. So, it's very possible that they still have some cleaning up to do, but... Yeah, so February, everybody go see Sonic. <laughs> Let's you're, not, do you're not doing anything else in February. That's anyway. right. What else so, are we yeah. doing in February? <laughs> All right. See Charlie's Angels bombed super hard. Oh, yeah. And uh, I saw Charlie's Angels bombed, and I saw that they're blaming superhero movies for it. Did you see well, that? I know. Like, that's ridiculous. It, it. Well, it's just the new meme, dude. Yeah. It's like... Superhero movies are the yeah. worst thing like happened one, in Hollywood. It's one thing when Martin Scorsese says it and that holds a little weight. It's another thing when your Charlie's Angels movie doesn't quite make it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's the so, uh, the rundown I read on it was basically just that it didn't it didn't end up being a super fun movie. Like it ended up being this weird like hybrid of uh, of uh, like the action set pieces weren't actually enough to separate it from anything. Uh, the cast was apparently pretty good, but it was kind of one of those everything going wrong at once um because i read a pretty thorough breakdown of kind of like what they thought happened and why and it went all the way down to the fact like when you had the mcg ones that came out and were pretty successful in the early 2000s um you know they had they had some pretty cool action set pieces they were very polished movies and then they had that sense of you know humor and and fun to it as well and so they just played kind of for the broader audience in that way. And this one apparently, like, was, I, I think they said it was pretty well done or written on, like, the character or dialogue side, I want to say. But, like, the action fell real short. And even when it got down to, like, the casting, they were talking about how you would go about trying to sell that movie nowadays. Mm-hmm. And even the people they, they picked for it, they said... Uh, Elizabeth Banks, who wrote and directed it, and, mm-hmm. and is stars in it also, mm-hmm. apparently by far had the most like Twitter followers of anyone on the account. So they were they were saying in the analysis, you would think if you were going to cast this movie nowadays, one of the things you'd want to really move on for the audience you're trying to target is a big social media push. Yeah, but like Kristen Stewart isn't that active on social media. The other two, um, I think. The girl that was also in Aladdin, uh, I think, had, like, the second most of the Twitter followers, but even hers was, like, several million shy of, like, Elizabeth Banks. It's like, so it wasn't like, you know, they put a decent amount of money into marketing, but they didn't do anything special with it. They didn't have a lot of social media buzz because, like, the people involved with it just aren't that big 
on social media, so there just wasn't like a lot of the right type of hype going in. And then the movie itself turned out to be fine, but lackluster. And when you bring it all together, just nobody ended up caring. You know, I just I felt like that movie didn't have a lot of advertising. To yeah, it. like I. I always forgot that there was another Charlie's Angels yeah. movie coming. I was gonna say, like, you know I saw I mean? like a lot of like ads pop up yeah. for it and and stuff on um, like uh, when you're just clicking around the internet. Uh-huh. That seemed to be one of the things on the side quite a bit. Um, hmm. So like a I feel decent like I amount there, but I don't really watch TV that much. Yeah, well, same like commercials same. or anything. So I yeah. don't know how that went. That the the budget for the advertising was apparently at least moderate, but there, there just wasn't anything that really drew you in about it. You know, it's like, here's a trailer, but nothing beyond that. So well, that's swing, a swing and a miss. Yeah. As I say, it looked fun. I'd still like to see it, mm-hmm. but, uh, I don't think they're going to be building a franchise off an $8 million opening week. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Dang. Well, uh, so the thing I think that we can say is probably starting off pretty well and doing pretty good and is getting a lot of buzz, especially on social media, has been the launch of Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, I guess first we should talk about, like, launch day of Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Did you get on pretty much right away with it when it uh, launched? Like, that within the first few minutes, I'm pretty sure, yeah. when it was available. Because it, I had been... It was supposed to be... They had a countdown timer on the website that zeroed out at 5 a.m. local time here mm-hmm. um, in central Illinois. And that was on like a Tuesday morning. And the whole night before, I kept going, eh, maybe it'll be a little early. So I kept checking on my phone to see if the app was even available, basically. And at the end of the night, I was going to try to get up early and watch The Mandalorian at 5. Right. Uh, so that was my goal, and I was going to bed uh, at like 11.45, and I had checked for the app on my way to bed, and I laid down, and I sat there for, because I kept, uh, in my head, I was going, maybe I'll just stay up till midnight and see if it drops at midnight, and then I finally convinced myself, like, that's dumb. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't think it's, like, that second it's going to hit, and then I'm going to end up convincing myself to stay up till 12.15, and then I'm just not going to sleep at all. Like, I'm just going to go to bed. But before I close my eyes, real quick. I'm going to look for the app one more time. <laughs> and it, it popped up on my phone. I was like, that's oh. interesting. I wonder if it'll actually play. So I downloaded it, and I popped up the Mandalorian. I hit play, and it started playing immediately. Like that new like logo, like Star Wars yeah. logo thing popped up. And I'm like, okay. And I hopped out of bed and ran to the living room <laughs> and set it up on the TV. Amazing. And just watched it there for a while. So it was like the app didn't seem to be on my Fire Stick right away, and I didn't find it on the PS4 right away, but it was on my android platform yeah so i just used it there and casted it over and that worked uh it, it took me a while to find it on the fire stick at all like even like later in the in the day it wasn't popping up like right away so i had to that fire stick's pretty new i didn't actually know how it works yeah <laughs> i had yeah. to figure out how to search for an app but as soon as i did then i got it on there so i mean i got it up and going real early and in the middle of the night i didn't have any problems with it at all and then when i woke up the next morning and tried turning it back on at like 8 30 i was having all sorts of menu yeah. issues and content that wouldn't play but oh. even that didn't la- like i got <clears throat> i got it took me about 20 minutes to get Endgame to start. Mm-hmm. And then three hours later when Endgame was done, I didn't have any more problems after that. Yeah, totally. So I got to work that morning. And um, when I kind of started checking 
Twitter and stuff, I noticed everybody was talking about Disney Plus. And I didn't think it was going to be launching until later in the day because if you went by the countdown that was on Disney Plus's website, like the countdown was going to end at like 4 p.m. that yeah. day. Well, the, the countdown so, changed a few times. Oh, did it? Yeah, okay. So the last time I had checked it, it was I was like, oh, it's like it said like, you know, 12 hours until launch. And I, that was at like, you know it looked like it was going to start like in the middle of the next day. And I was yeah. like, well, that's not even like midnight tonight. That's yeah. like sometime in the middle of the day tomorrow. I, I was expecting midnight. Yeah. Which usually means West coast time. <clears throat> yeah. So I was expecting 2 AM here. Yeah. And then I started seeing tweets like a day or so in advance that people had found countdown timers and they were counting down to like 9 AM Eastern, which would have been eight here. Uh huh. And, uh, then when I got it, when I, I didn't, find the countdown right away because it was on the marvel website is where i had heard that it was on there anyway and i didn't bother to go and check it or anything like that but at one point i went to disney plus i kept going to see if the app was available anywhere yeah i was checking too because i figured maybe they would release the app and just not you wouldn't be able to hit play until right a certain time and at one point i went to the website and and this would have been the day before Two days before, I think. I guess it was Monday. It probably would have been the Sunday. Uh-huh. And, and that's when it was going to 5 a.m. local time, which is like, that's weird because that's not any of the times I've read before. Yeah. Um, and that seems like a very bizarre time to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But whatever. Yeah. So once I saw everybody on Twitter talking about it, I got on my phone and I downloaded it. And I was like, oh, crap that's awesome it's there so i text uh, my wife right away because she was still at home at that point and i was like hey see if it's on the tv yet because we yeah. have a we have a samsung smart tv and i looked and made sure that was one of the things that was going to have it right away and uh she went into the apps and it was there so she downloaded it and went to log into our account and everything uh but both of us me on my phone and her here home on the tv we're having a lot of problems with the menu and trying to get anything to play. Like it kept coming up saying like this content's not available or whatever it was saying. Yeah. So it was just one of those things. I was like, man, everybody in the world is on this right now <laughs> yep. at the exact same time. Yep. It's going to take a little bit of time to get this ironed out. And uh, throughout the day, I would kind of check some things and I would get a couple things to play. So I'd play some things on my phone at my desk. Like I, I started by watching, um, uh, some old Mickey Mouse cartoons because nice. I, I got real excited that like old Mickey yeah. cartoons were on Tons there. Tons of them too. Yeah, so I started watching some of those and they were working fine and I was like, oh, this is amazing. And then I flipped on some of the old uh, superhero stuff. Like I watched... Uh, I tried to watch Spider-Man and his amazing friends, but it was one of the ones that wasn't working for me. Uh, so then I flipped on Spider-Girl and that one started working. And, or Spider-Woman. Spider Spider-Woman. Spider yeah. And I'd never watched that before. So I was like, okay, I'll watch a couple episodes of Spider-Woman. <laughs> so like, I flipped that on because I didn't want to start any of the movies. It was just like something that was on in the background yeah. while I was at work. Um, but by the time I had got home that afternoon, that evening and turned it on on my TV... Everything was working. Yep. I had no problems anymore. Um, so, like, you know, like, throughout the day, I kept seeing hashtag, like, hashtag Disney Plus fail and a lot of people complaining about uh, it. It's... But it's like any major thing yeah. that launches always has that little bit of, like, ironing out to do on the first day. Yeah. Especially, like, they have to figure out, like, how hard those servers are going to be hit yep. and all that. But, yep. it like, I feel like they got that cleaned up real yeah, fast. Yeah, that should have taken a long time it, to get that smoothed out. And it, you know, like I said, it, I mean, a half an hour. And I haven't uh-huh. had any problems since. That first day was the only day that I had loading problems. I don't know if anybody else still is, but mine's been working smooth as butter. Yeah, I haven't since. heard any more complaints. So since, it seems like since it's. Then, so. Yeah. Now, I will say there are some interface issues that I've still noticed because I have watched, uh, like, I watched a few episodes of the 90s X Men. I've watched several Simpsons uh-huh. episodes. 
the 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 TV series, and I have used the app on the Fire Stick, and I've used uh, the Android app on my phone. Mm-hmm. When I go to a series that I've been watching, it doesn't give me any indication of where I was. Yep, I was. So, I don't like that like, either. Yeah, if I know that I'm on episode three and I was halfway through episode three, and I go to episode three. It still started me at the right part of the episode, right? But it didn't give me any indication of what episode I was on, right? So right. Like on like, Netflix, you get that little red bar yeah, at the bottom exactly, that lets you exactly. know where, where your progress. And when you is. click on the show on Netflix, it just takes you to where you were. Exactly. You don't even have to think about it; it's yeah. just there. Now I'm sure they'll have that worked out. I, I'm, sh- you know, I, I, this is it's been out for a week as of now, right? And it's probably been a couple of days since I've tried watching a TV series. Every time I go to one. I'm surprised it isn't fixed yet. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they will be right on that because that has to be something people are complaining about and it has to be a key focus of let's get this done because otherwise, I mean, you can't even have a hope or a prayer of going through 30 seasons of The Simpsons always remembering where you where stopped you were at. You know, exactly. when, you, when you're done. Exactly. So I've also yeah. noticed uh, so far with the Hulk cartoon, the 90s Hulk cartoon, the episodes are out of order a little bit. Yeah, the, the X-Men and the... Because like, if you go to the 90s Spider-Man, yeah. the first episode they offer you as season one episode... Because first of all, it has all of the Spider-Man listed as one season. It's just Same like 70 Hulk. episodes Same or whatever, with Hulk. yeah. Yep. And the first episode they try to play is like part two of a two-parter from like season four. It's the same thing yeah. with the whole cartoon. Like we turned it on and Spencer wanted to watch it real bad. He got so excited and I was like, okay. And then I was like, well, wait, why does it say season one, episode one is title of episode part two of three? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Like surely they've messed something yep. up. And so we went ahead and watched them and you could tell that it was like from way down the line yeah. because like the, the episodes were like Bruce and Hulk got separated and they're different characters. And then by the end of the whole thing, uh, like son of Hulk got created and then Bruce turned into gray Hulk for the first time. And I was like, there's no way that this series started with all this insanity, right? Yeah. And Bold then, move, 90s. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, he watched a couple episodes, and all of a sudden, the real episode one started, and he got upset because all of a sudden Hulk wasn't gray anymore. It was, like, all the way back at the very beginning. He's like, I want to see more gray Hulk because he was, like, invested in what he'd already been watching. So I'm like, what is happening here? And I started flipping through and realized that it what it has listed as episode one and two are, like, episodes like 45 and 46 or something like that because way down the line i found part one of those two episodes i'm like what in the world like they have got to get this fixed like again i'm sure they will because that's why because the because the second episode of spider-man is the right first episode and i didn't dig super deep into the menu to see like how big of a problem that is if like i don't know if it was just one that's out of place and everything else is fine uh, I have since read some stuff about some of the X-Men episodes being way out of order, which part of that is probably also due to... Because you remember when those... You know, I mean, the, those those shows, the, like the release schedules for those shows all, weren't always the same as the production right. order. Right. Which is always really weird. But right. just back then, they people, like, they didn't care. Yes. You know, they were just like, it's a cartoon, put it on, you know, and so you'd get weird stuff like that. Because so, I remember even as a kid watching stuff sometimes being like, this doesn't make any sense. Why yeah. is this happening? Yeah. And so when they're just mass loading all these episodes onto this thing, I mean, I don't think they have a guy sitting there going, 
watching every episode to make sure it all makes sense fluently. <laughs> well, you know, they should they? I mean, it w- wouldn't be inconceivable for them to have somebody doing the legwork on that by right. any means. But I, but it's also not inconceivable that they don't. Right. So you hope that they'll just take the fan complaints as it comes in. I can guarantee you. Uh, I mean, that like I said, that thing was around. It opened here pretty close to midnight on launch day. Mm-hmm. I would I would bet you by eight a.m. somebody from the internet had sent them. Uh, uh, you know, an email going, here's the correct order yes. <laughs> of all the episodes, fix it. Yeah. So I got to assume they're working on all that stuff and it'll it'll all work itself out sooner than later. Yeah. And again, every time I talk to anybody about it, I put that disclaimer on there. I wouldn't be surprised if I went home right now and turned it on and everything was fixed. <laughs> so I don't know if it's going to take them a couple, check. yeah, I don't know yeah. if it's going to take them a few days or a few months or, or what it's yeah. going to take, but I'm sure they will put the effort in. I mean, they put so much in effort into flagshipping this thing. They're not going to let a ton of stuff like that yeah. go. Yeah, I need Sa- to check. Same with the aspect ratio on the Simpsons episodes, apparently has been an oh, issue. Oh, I haven't watched any Simpsons yet. Yeah, well, they the way they, and I'll, I'll butcher it if I try to put the actual explanation to it, but basically uh, the format that the older episodes were shot in, you know, that was all like four by three, basically, mm-hmm. um, has been presented differently over time and i guess the ones they've used are ones that have been stretched out to fit modern screens but stretched out in a way to where you're losing a lot of the sides Ooh. and with a show like that apparently you you like you are losing some jokes on the sides or the top or bottom of your screen or oh, whatever no. like there are some visuals that get screwed up when they do stuff like that now again they got cuts of that of those of those shows they threw everything onto the system i would assume they have access to better things yeah i mean they might not it's possible right they don't anymore sometimes that stuff gets lost but i would assume that they've got access to whatever they need somebody will get put on you know hey somebody your job's to fix simpsons you know yeah Yeah, totally um but uh, that's been an area of complaint i've seen too i i don't know that i'll ever notice one way or the other when i pop them back on I like that show, and I don't know if I'm going to actually sit down and try to go through all 30 seasons, because I probably made it through, I'm going to guess, around eight as a first-run show, and then never really picked it back up. Yeah. Um, but but even then, when I put it on, it's it's not, not simply pure background stuff, but I'm also not sitting there on the couch glued to every second of it. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, like totally. I, I look over when something sounds funny. I'll probably never notice at all. But there are some people out there who are pretty upset by that. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Uh, what have you watched so far? Oh, I uh, just watched Return of the Jedi before I came here. Nice. Yep. I haven't uh, gone into any of the Star Wars yet, but yep. we're going to do that pretty soon. Like I said, I got uh, uh, a few episodes of the old X-Men, a few episodes of the old the 90s Spider-Man. I did watch um, a couple of uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends the other day. I've watched some Simpsons. Um, I watched the first episode of that Jeff Goldblum show. Oh yeah, I need to watch that. Apparently, still. is just uh, Jeff Goldblum's version of the Adam Ruins Everything show that Adam Conover <laughs> does on True TV, nice. which is fun. Yeah, that's uh, fun. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think, I think the Adam Conover show will be one that I ultimately end up liking more because Adam Conover puts so much thought research into setup, talks right. to, you know, experts or whatever, and this one kind of just seems to be like, uh, you know, Jeff Goldblum feels like talking about shoes for 25 minutes. <laughs> However, he's Jeff Goldblum. He's super engaging and charming and fun to watch. Yeah. And it still has some interesting facts, so I think that'll be a fun show. Yeah. Um, as much as I dig Adam Ruins Everything, I'm kind of excited that that's what this one 
looks like it is. Oh, cool. I need so, to go watch that still. Yep. I watched uh, Lady and the Tramp with my youngest. The original. We the original. Yeah, I wanted I was to watch ask, the original first. We haven't watched the movie yet, yeah, but I know and, we're going and, to. Yep, and we're going to watch the live action one at some point coming up soon here. That's just kind of one of those funny timing things because completely unprompted. Like, we've got one of those big books that has, I mean, it's that thick and it's got 40 different Disney stories in it. And a yeah. lot of them are, you know, 20 page versions of the movies or whatever. Like, completely unprompted out of nowhere, about a week before that service debuted, she started really wanting to read the Lady and the Tramp story in that book. Yeah. And so we read it, like, eight times that week, and then Disney Plus debuted, so I was like, hmm, turn on Lady and the Tramp for Nice! Her. Yeah. And so the timing just sort of worked out there. We watched Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> awesome! Yeah, my wife I haven't seen I that did. movie so long. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, so I've just kind of been hitting the hodgepodge mixes yeah. and everything. I made sure to watch a little bit of all five categories that first day. We've watched some of that Tangled series, the TV oh, series. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. so there's just so much fun stuff on that service. Yeah, there's a lot. I'm gonna, I want to watch the new DuckTales series still because it's on there. Yeah, I want to get um, into the old ones real bad. Yeah, well, we've... We've had uh, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers on quite a bit in the nice. house because Spencer's gotten really into that, and he nice. keeps wanting to watch it. So that's awesome. Uh, I watched Tron, the original Tron movie, the other day just on a whim. I yeah. was like just scrolling through, and yep. I was like, I'll watch Tron. And <laughs> I love it. I just, I, I've just i always loved that movie, and it's always fun re-watching that one. I'm, I'm probably going to watch Legacy now that I've watched that just because uh-huh. I feel like I'm on that Tron kick. And that animated series is on there, uh, which I never really got a chance oh, to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I'm going to watch a bunch of Tron stuff because I think that's awesome. Um, Black Hole's on my list. I'm definitely going to watch Black Hole here soon. Uh, I've watched both episodes of The Imagineering Story, which is a Disney Plus exclusive. Um, It's about the Imagineering process and uh, the theme parks and everything. Oh, cool. And so I really have enjoyed that. I think it's fantastic. It's a docuseries. And so, like, episode one is about, like, the creation of Disneyland and then they talk about like a few of the big attractions that were built after Disneyland was open. And then episode two deals with immediately after Walt's death and how the company moved on after that. Oh, and then neat. talking about like the building of Epcot and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so if you're a fan of that sort of stuff and the Disney parks, that's highly recommended. The footage that they have on that is mind blowing. Like they had this amazing, clear, beautiful footage of Disneyland in, from 1955 that I'm just like, awesome. I have never seen like yeah. this kind of footage of the park on opening day and like, and, and just all throughout the fifties and stuff. It's really amazing even for that aspect, like the historical aspect of it. So oh, that I, sounds awesome. Yeah. I've really enjoyed that. So that's, I've watched that quite a bit and uh, I've watched both of those and I, they're doing the same thing with that. I think it's a new episode every Friday. Oh, cool. I don't know how many there's going to be, but yeah. they've, they've done two. Well, I'm going to start diving so into those. I didn't even realize. I didn't, I didn't know yeah. what that was. Yeah. I'll, like I've seen it on the menu probably, but I kind of yeah. glossed over it's it. Pretty, pretty cool stuff. Um, and then of course the Mandalorian. Yep. So we should talk about the Mandalorian oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. So this is the thing I, I think most of us were like, uh, this was the this was like the app seller for a lot of people, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. A lot of people were really excited about this. There was a lot of good buzz going into it. And um, my initial impressions are that I love this quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like it's lived <laughs> up to everything so far, for sure. So far, so far, I'd say so. Um, you just want to like talk about? There's only been two episodes so far. Yeah, we can talk about both yeah. episodes. And I don't, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting the way that they're doing this, and and 
I will say that like the general consensus I've seen online is that people really seem to like this, but there has been a little bit of there doesn't feel like there's a lot going on in it yet though. Yeah. I'm not well, sure I mean, what's happening. A, yeah, it, like and, it, it is totally right in that space western line. Yes. And it's a slow burn. And we've seen enough in the one preview we saw. We know there's a ton of action coming and there's only like eight episodes. So there's a lot that's going to be happening. I've right. got no doubts about that. But I've enjoyed that slow burn process right. thus far. I have too. I, I, I like it too because there, there's almost like not a ton of dialogue in it. No. Um, the thing that I'm so impressed with and the thing obviously that I, I, I think I love the most and I think a lot of people feel the same way is just the overall look and feel of this yep. show. Like it feels like Star Wars. Yep. It looks like Star Wars, and the production is unbelievable mm-hmm. on it. Like it looks like we're watching a movie. Yep, that's how good it is. Which yeah. totally understand why it's such a yeah. high budget. I said the aliens look great. They, they don't look overdone like like the, like a lot of the prequel stuff did, mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, everything kind of, but it, but it also doesn't look. Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like. The old ones necessarily either, like the originals, right? You know, which I mean, I was still my preferred way, but like they don't look puppety, but they don't look super CG either. Like they're right in that kind of hybrid. They're definitely area. using some like a lot of the puppets though, and I like yeah. that. I like that we got a lot of yeah. Puppets. That's what that, and that's the kind of like I want the practical effects. <clears throat> Me too. But they seem like they're touched up a little bit yeah, beyond def- that. You yeah. know what I mean? I so would, like I that, like that's the perfect thing. Like do it the right way, and then make it look a little prettier. Yeah. Don't just cartoon everything. You know. So I've seen it get a little crit- criticism for. Uh, the the overuse of some of the nostalgic stuff. Do you feel that way with no, it? Not really. Like we we've seen like uh, I mean, there's been a lot of callbacks that just kind of make you like, oh, this is a yeah. Star Wars movie kind of callbacks. Yeah. You know, like we've seen like the salacious crumb creatures. We saw the yeah. little little eyeball thing that poked out of the door to scan. You know, yeah. the same thing from Jabba's like, why, Palace. Why why wouldn't you see that stuff? And that's kind you know? of my argument with the whole thing. Like I've seen I've seen that's really the only criticism I've seen. And to be fair. I don't even know if that's really like an angry criticism thing. It's just one of those things I've seen. Yeah. Like if, if anybody's going to say anything about it, they're saying, well, I don't know. It does kind of feel like they're beating me over the head a little too much with the remember this, but I kind of like remembering yeah. that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's kind of the way, yeah. the way well, it I mean, is. Like I said, so. like it's what like, I mean, Star Wars is, is always been, you get snapshots of a larger galaxy. So if you're going to do expanded universe stuff, like there wasn't only one, salacious crumb monkey creature yeah like he was a from a race of things so there's no reason you exactly. would expand the universe and not ever see not one ever again see those or again. whatever right that's the same thing uh and we kind of talked about uh like the carbonite technology you know i think we brought that up yeah. on the last show because you were like well how come they're just freezing people in carbonite now and i was like well why wouldn't they just be like, once they figured out that worked why wouldn't they keep doing yeah that, yeah know? i guess so that's what i still have to run with because that does still feel a little funny to me yeah. that, that was like they had never used that on people before Han got frozen. Yeah. So I guess they're just this, like, well, this I mean, works now. This so is this a is while what we'll do. after that. Because you know? he had like so. a whole bunch of frozen yeah. <laughs> bounties in his <laughs> ship. <laughs> uh, what did you think about that first guy that he was like his bounty? Um, he was because uh, he was like that bluish yeah. alien who talked a lot. And he yeah. was kind of kind of silly. And I saw somebody on social media somewhere describe him as feeling more like a Star Trek the Next Generation alien rather than a Star Wars alien and I like can yep. totally feel yep. that. Yep. But that's what I mean again that's what extending the universe is going to do. Yeah. The reason some of those characters felt like that on Star Trek is because you got so many 
care. Like, you didn't get a ton of characters in Star Wars. You got a lot of people sitting around in the background, like alien ones. That's true. You know, that's true. You got what they look like. You didn't get personality or stories or anything like that. Like, once these aliens all start popping out of the background and talking, you're going to get something that feels a little more Star Trekky on that level. Mm hmm. I don't have a problem with that. That's mm-hmm. what well, that's what I've been hoping for. <laughs> Not to make it more Star Trekky in that level. I, I I was always a Star Wars over Star Trek person, which is weird to say because I love them both so much. Right. You know? Right. Um, but if I had to connect to one of the stories, it was going to be that one. But if you're going to give me more broader things, then it's going to look different than what the movies looked like. Totally. And I'm completely fine with that. The only half complaint or whatever you would want to call it. The thing you were just talking about where it's like, oh, they're kind of beating me over head, but Remember still this? cool. Yeah. Remember that? The, the, only, the only sideways complaint I would have on that level was uh, like in the trailer, I remember seeing, you know, a guy that looked a lot like Bill Burr. It's like, ah, weird. And then I looked it up, I was like, oh, that's Bill Burr. Ah. Weird. <laughs> and like in that first episode, Brian Posehn showed up. Which, on the one hand, awesome, because I'm sure these guys are really excited to be doing Star Wars stuff. <laughs> yeah. On the other it's hand, like it kind of dragged, like, that's one thing Star Wars has never really done for me at, at any point, is kind of pull me out of the movie when a famous person just shows up. Or, in more specifically, like, I don't associate in my mind stand-up comedians with the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I see stand-up comedians just start popping out of the woodwork, I kind of like it kind of snaps me out of yeah, what yeah. I'm looking at for a second. And in a world where those guys can be in the show and you can just make them not look like those guys, kind of wish they would make them not look like Maybe those not guys. <laughs> However, that's a real soft complaint. Okay. You know, that's not something I'm mad about. That's just kind of one of those things where I go, ah. And I'm sure once it happens two or three times, it'll just start happening. I mean, it'll just be fine. But what about that time B. Arthur was a bartender in the Star Wars Holiday Special? <laughs> Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> B. B. Arthur wasn't a stand-up comedian. I don't know. She might have been, actually. I don't know. I know she was a golden girl. I don't know she that was much a else about girl, her right? career. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of the Star Wars Holiday Special, they totally mentioned Life Day in that first episode of, of this, which for the first Didn't time ever... That. Officially makes Life Day canon. Yeah, that's so. Didn't, now that's canonical. Didn't catch that. That's <laughs> they, amazing. Yep, yep, they mentioned. That's I think it was that guy, that bounty specifically, or whatever, talking about wanting to be home for Life Day or, yeah. or something like that. So they brought it up in that, which is the first time it's ever been brought up in anything canon. Hilarious. So that's <laughs> now awesome. Life Day is a real thing, yeah. <laughs> and that means I mean, like that's that's been a serious show thus far, but yeah. they're also clearly having fun with it, mm-hmm. and that's awesome. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Uh, man, Nick, you know, uh, I knew Nick Nolte was in the show. Yeah. He's uh, an ugnot. I, yeah. Uh, and obviously wouldn't have recognized him, but man, the second he talked, yeah, uh, you knew who that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's been a fun little character, too, because yeah, he's like shown him. up for both episodes yeah. so far. But uh, he's already been like, he's kind of like the, one of the big meme guys already. Because you don't know how many times I've seen, I have spoken at the end of statements <laughs> on the internet now. That's just, that's a thing. So I love that. That's great. Has that showed up more than McClunky? McClunky. Oh my goodness. <laughs> McClunky. That, that was only like a day long, I feel like. Like everybody who got flipped out about McClunky being added to A New Hope. Blamed Disney at first until they found out that George Lucas was the culprit. And then everybody just went, oh, George. <laughs> Here we go again. 
That's so weird, man. Did you see that that uh, interview that J.J. Uh, Abrams? I think I might have even told you about it. Like they were talking to him about Episode Nine, and he was talking about sitting down with George Lucas for a couple hours and just talking Star Wars and how about how awesome that was. And he said something along the lines of like, "Yeah, you know, you get some good information and some good ideas from him, and you know, and you know some other stuff come up." Man, he loves George. Loves his midichlorians. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, midichlorians! Yeah. yeah, every time I think about anybody complaining about where the new trilogy and movies are going, I think about what we could have gotten if George Lucas had just kept making them. And yeah, I just have to go pump the brakes, guys. We're, uh-huh, we're getting some uh-huh. good stuff. Yeah, I know. It's always yeah. That's always kind of the thing you have to look at with those, but. I mean, yeah. we, we know how everybody felt about the prequels, mostly, yeah. right? And we would have just had a lot more of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so what, what? I mean, where do you think the show's going? Any inclinations? I'm, I don't know. So I was... so Spoiler territory. Yeah, we're going to go into spoilers. And for sure, right now, let's really get into those spoilers. Because I, I really like the idea that, like, the Empire's underground... Like they, you know, this takes place after Return of the Jedi, yeah. And they kind of they make that very clear at the very beginning of the first episode because they talk about the guy, the guy's trying to pay somebody with Imperial credits, and he's like, "Those aren't good anymore. Yeah. The Empire's fallen. We, I don't take Imperial credits." Yeah, I thought that was real fun stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the people who hire our Mandalorian to hunt a bounty is like what's left of the Empire, who is like underground. Yep. And like, I love that. Like, we've got our original trilogy stormtroopers but like mm-hmm. they've seen some battle they don't have nice clean shiny armor because they don't have big fancy space stations anymore yeah. they're like you know driven underground the, so the empire is or what's left of the empire is trying to do something mm-hmm. they want whatever this this bounty package is, is yeah. this package is real bad for some yeah. reason I also am real impressed that our Mandalorian doesn't have a name yet yeah. and that he hasn't shown his face yet. Yep. As I was going to I mean, is he going to, do you think? Is I don't he... know, but I really applaud them for going this far without yeah. doing that Hollywood thing and having to show an actor's face. Yeah. Uh, because he, this is follow- like, okay, part of the reason everybody liked Boba Fett so much was because he was so cool and so mysterious. Yeah. And part of the reason Jango Fett didn't work as much is because he was just some dude in that helmet. And, you know, like, he wasn't as cool. Yeah. We barely saw him wear that helmet in that movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so I like that they're trying and to capture. cut off. And then his head just got <laughs> cut off. So he could never wear the helmet. <laughs> uh, I like that they're trying to do, like, really capture the coolness of the Mandalorian look. Yeah. And I by like making how much him, the, like, this mysterious character. Yeah, and there seems to be a lot of lore around. Now, now you, you catch me up on the Mandalorian lore as is. Because, you know, what, once we learned in the prequels that, you know... All of the stormtroopers were cloned from Boba Fett's dad. Yeah. Like, where? What is a Mandalorian? Okay, so here, let me just read the. So. So this would essentially be like someone from Jango Fett's race, but not well, necessarily and that's the family. Thing. Like I, so I am not certain that Boba himself was a Mandalorian, or that Jango was necessarily a Mandalorian, but that he wore Mandalorian armor. Oh, okay. And then Boba Fett inherited his dad's armor okay. and kept wearing it. Um, at least I think that's like what I originally had understood. So I don't know if things have been changed. The Mandalorians did show up in the Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon. Okay. Um, but they didn't look like this. Like the armor was slightly different. They didn't quite have the same looks. But we've yeah. seen other Mandalorians throughout throughout 
the different franchises now or the different cartoons. Did they were they out of their masks at all on that? Um, or were they so all yeah, so like like the one I can most recently think about is Sabine from Star Wars Rebels, which is another cartoon that takes place uh, takes place before the original trilogy starts. So it's between the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy. Okay. And one of the rebels that's helping out in that whole that little group uh sabine she's a mandalorian but she has her helmet off a lot in that cartoon like she's got a helmet but she takes it off a lot so the description here says mandalorians are a fictional race of people from the planet mandalore in the star wars franchise um they were first conceptualized as a group of white armored super commandos the idea developed into a single bounty hunter boba fett so that's like the the original creation. So let me okay. see if I can find. Here we go. In the expanded universe. Uh, when, when did they have a reference? I, I know the term Mandalorian has been around for a long, long time. Yeah. And the assumption was Boba Fett was one before the prequels even, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know they've always talked about him having the Mandalorian armor, and he always had the Bantha skull on him, which was kind of like a Mandalorian insignia of okay. some point, uh, of some sort okay. that I know. Um, but they didn't mention it in the original They trilogy. never said the word Mandalorian okay. in the original movies. That was <coughs> That was always kind of like an expanded universe thing, or it came into, it came into the terms, terminology because of the expanded universe, but I think it was always like an, uh, one of those original yeah. envisions of George yeah. Lucas that fleshed out yep. in the expanded universe yep. and in the books and everything. So um, honestly, I don't really know a whole lot about like we don't take our masks off and yeah, I don't know if that's something that they're really diving into for the first time with this or if that comes from somewhere in the expanded universe. That's one of the things that excites me about the show is getting able to learn more about background stuff like that you know yeah totally so. yeah I'm, I'm excited about it too and like that's, like he goes into that one area where there is a several of them like and they're all wearing helmets like everybody's got a helmet on in yeah there. and i thought that was really interesting that they're all they're all wearing similar armor and like he brought that metal to have smelted and melted into like a shoulder pauldron yeah. which i guess was like a decoration or like uh and that that kind of plays into the whole boba fett thing too like remember he decorated his armor mm-hmm. with like the Wookiee braids and like, you know, stuff like that. So I don't know if that like plays into the lore of the Mandalorians yeah. or something yeah. where, yeah. And that's what I started. Cause it's kind of one of those things I just never put a ton of thought into, but the way that was presented, I was like, all right, like, is it a race? Is it a tribe? Is it, it is a race. You know, and it's um, a, the planet's called Mandalore apparently. Okay. Uh, well, Mandalore is the adoptive home planet of the Mandalorian people. <laughs> okay so there's <laughs> there's just so much in the expanded universe it's like hard to keep up with it all yeah um the other thing i wanted to bring up and i can't been able to find a solid answer on this um his ship that he's flying in that like they they m- mentioned that it's an old uh, Republic ship. Mm-hmm. They like called it like a ship of the old Republic or something like that. And it looks like the Republic gunships from the prequels, but like modified. Yeah. Like, do you remember the Republic gunships that yeah. they used? Well, I mean, I didn't specifically remember where it was from, but it did look like a familiar. 
Yeah, so I wonder model. if it is like a modified Republic gunship or something, because yeah. it, it's similar to that. And I've tried looking it up, and I can't find like it, it, it's probably not specifically. It probably is just meant to look like that. Yeah, like that a, a different class of ship that's yep. similar to it. But they, I thought it was or one, one that's just been modified. Yeah, because as soon as I saw it, I was like, man, it looks like he's flying around one of those old Republic gunships that we saw in like episode two. Uh, and then somewhere in that first episode, somebody referred to it as being like an old Republic design or something, and I was like, oh. <laughs> maybe it actually is like that's kind of awesome yeah. that like they're like because they, they call it like a junky old ship or something because at that point it would be a very yeah, old ship exactly and so i thought that was kind of cool but yep. I, I really like the ship too that he's flying around i think it looks cool um so yeah so so he gets that that bounty that package he's got to go pick up and that's where we meet uh the Ugnaught there who kind of just leads him to where he basically is like i'll lead you to where you know this is because People keep showing up and they're causing a lot of ruckus and I just yeah. want things to go back to normal around here. Yeah. So so yeah. like that's his whole reason for helping him. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets like he gets there and that's where he we meet IG eleven. Yep. Who is another bounty hunter who is the same type of bounty hunt, hunter droid as IG eighty eight, which mm-hmm. we saw in Empire Strikes Back. I thought that was really cool. Yep. How they also explained it as a bounty hunter class of droids. Yes. So like those yeah. things are built to be bounty yeah. hunters. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I like that. And again, another one of those things where it's like this this is a familiar thing that I like yeah. I've seen before, but now I'm getting a little bit of expansion on what it's actually like. Right. It's really fun. The other thing I really <laughs> liked about him was like he's always been such a very stiff like stiff un you know inanimate looking droid like yeah. the only thing we really saw of him in empire strikes back was in the lineup of bounty hunters that darth vader hired yep. and he was just a prop that stood there yeah um so trying to imagine that thing running around and bounty hunting has always been one of those things that's been hard for me to picture especially when you think about the few droids that we do have like c-3po and stuff yeah and trying to picture them moving around and being a bounty hunter uh, the way that they animated yep. IG-11 in this was incredible. Yeah, that scene was super cool. The way he was like spinning around and yeah. blasting and everything, I was like, oh, <laughs> now I get it. That is awesome. Uh, also, he was voiced by uh, Taika Waititi, yeah. which yeah. was great. It was awesome. And I like how he kept just trying to self-destruct the whole time. <laughs> Like that was his go-to. That was, he was just like, our odds say that we're going to lose. Yeah. Initiate self-destruct. <laughs> Mandalorian <laughs> had to keep stopping him from like self-destructing. Oh, that was awesome. Um, so that was a real fun scene, that fight scene where they took out like all of those guys there that, mm-hmm. were, that were protecting the package or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then we got the big reveal of what the package was. Uh, which is like a, a baby Yoda mm-hmm. or Yoda species, mm-hmm. which by the way, in case you didn't realize Yoda species does not have an official name, even in the expanded uh, universe. Like I realized because like, I, I always just, just assumed it was something I didn't know, but then I've met, I've seen that mentioned mm-hmm. since this has come out. Like, like somebody saying like, ah, oh, maybe we'll finally figure out what those things are called. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So uh, I, I did a little bit of looking up on it cause I was curious. I'm sure everybody has at this point too, but it's one of those things that they've kept a mystery all these years in star Wars. Like yeah. it's a, it's a, 
Nobody knows exactly the name of that race or where they come from. There's a very few of them in the universe, yeah. but all of them are highly force sensitive. Yep. So like that race. How many are there even that are like official? We canon? only know about Yoda and Yaddle specifically because yeah. Yaddle was in episode one. She was also on the Jedi Council, yeah. which I, I love all the jokes about like Yoda and Yaddle getting it on. And that's what this baby is. <laughs> I've seen a lot of that. And I think that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I got to internet more. I miss, I miss a lot of the good jokes. <laughs> um, but also like they talk about how this is a 50 year old. Uh, being, but it's a baby. Oh, really? Still. Yeah. Didn't, didn't you hear about? They said that in the show because. Uh, no, I missed that too. Um, I gotta rewatch. They, that well, when the Mandalorian opened it up and it revealed it was a baby, he said, "I was told that he was fifty years old." And IG Eleven says, "Well, some not all race or not all species age oh, the same." Oh, you know, and, and yep. And remember, Apparently, Yoda was nine hundred. Yeah, in yeah exactly. Empire Strikes Back. Exactly. So, or Return and of Jedi. There, there's been a couple things you've already. I really got to rewatch Episode One because it was totally one in the morning when I watched yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Because there's a couple things you've mentioned already where I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I do remember that now that you're saying it, but I just wasn't thinking about it at all. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. But also I love how IG-11 was just straight going to terminate that thing. Mm -hmm. And Mandalorian just just, just shot IG-11 through the head and just killed it. Which is another one of those things that's always funny about like the marketing for a show. Because all the marketing for the show has shown like the Mandalorian and IG-11 like on posters and stuff together. Like, oh, he's going to have a cool droid sidekick. (laughs) Nah, man. He killed that thing in the first episode. (laughs) So it, it's for scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I guess that's probably the end of that. Yeah. That's I thought probably- that was pretty, it was one of those, like you knew for sure that the baby Yoda was not about to get obliterated at right. all, but the way they kind of, sh- they, they shot it with him, you know, aiming the thing and the, the droid not caring because the bounty was li- live or dead. So this was yeah. easier or whatever. And they kind of cut away where you can't see and you just hear the blaster go off. And there's that moment pause. And then the droid just falls over, you know, with a, with a big hole in its yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well done. I thought so too. Yeah. I thought so too. So episode two, we just roll right into that from there. Yeah. Uh, I like episode two. I like to refer to as a, our first side quest. <laughs> because we totally get sidetracked right away yeah. from like he's he's got to well, take he's, this. Let's say he's trying to not yep. get sidetracked, yeah. but he tries to take he apart. tries to get to his ship to take this uh, bounty back to where it's supposed to go, and his ship has been ransacked by Jawas, yep. which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy to see all the Jawas there and how they were just like ah dee dee running away when they saw him and everything. I was like yes, and then he just started blasting the hell out of them. It was amazing. <laughs> Because when he fight when he when uh, him and uh, and and the Ugnot find him, yeah, you know, and and uh, he's like, they don't really seem to like you very much. He's like, well, I did kind of explode a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He was like vaporizing them, yeah. and then I love he chased down the sand crawler and is like climbing up the side and grabbing them out of windows and throwing them off the side. <laughs> oh my god, it was amazing. Mm. And then they still got him. He yep. got up to the top and they just all blasted him at the same time and knocked him off. Um, um, yeah, so basically, like, they've ransacked his ship, and uh, he's forced to barter with them mm-hmm. to get his parts back, because that's what Jawas do. Yep. They have to make deals. Yep. And so he, you know, sucks up his he pride. He was freaking out about that. Dude, he, he was, was so like, mad. i bartering with him. That's my stuff. Yeah, it's my <laughs> stuff. Uh, so he sucks up his pride, and he decides to barter with them, and the, the one thing that they want that he would be willing to give them because they want the baby. And he's like, we're not going to, I'm not going to give you the baby. <laughs> and, and then they wanted like his gun or his armor. They wanted yeah. his armor and he's a Mandalorian. So he can't just give up his armor. Yeah. And um, so then they told him to go find this egg. And he's, so he had to go find this egg. 
which ends up being like this, just this, this little like you know mid mid level boss fight with uh, <laughs> with some creature in a Danny, cave. I keep telling you, everything is not a video game. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay, it's always video games. My bad. This is his side quest. <laughs> it's he's he's on he's on uh what are these called? What do they call these in the games? Like the. Uh, the missions where you have to go pick something up and bring it back to somebody so that they can give you something else. Yeah. Side quest or there's like another name for them. Cause they happen a lot in the Zelda games. Uh, we're like, they're like delivery missions or something like that, you know, cause they're yeah. like, Oh, give me this. And then I'll give you that. That's totally what's going on here. Like he's got to go pick up this egg. You fetch me the egg and I'll give you the parts for your ship. Okay. So he, he fights this big monster thing. Um, I guess we should totally mention like, Earlier on in the episode, he had a cut on his arm uh-huh. from the fight, and as he was tending to it, little baby Yoda thing kept hopping out of its little carrier and coming over trying to do something to the cut, yeah. and he just kept picking it up and putting it yep. back in the little thing. So, like, they were starting to tease a little something there that yeah. there might be a little more to this baby, you know, than we think, which I think everybody suspected immediately well, yeah, upon seeing yeah. it anyway. It's a, it's a Yoda baby. It's a Yoda no baby. No one expected right? it to just be a baby. So... Once he's fighting with this giant beast who's just whooping his ass, uh, Yoda baby pops up and uses the force on it uh-huh. and helps him win the fight. Yep, just and lifts that thing. Lifts that thing up and uses all of his strength and then passes out immediately, which is hilarious. Like, just passes out. And he's the only one that sees it do it, mm-hmm. which I think is very important. Like, he sees it and he kind of freaks out. But he keeps it to himself. Yeah. You know, he comes back with that egg that he's supposed to fetch. And the Jawas just eat the juice from the inside of it, which was gross. <laughs> and uh, he gets his parts back for his ship. But now he knows that there's something yeah. up with this Yoda baby. Because didn't Nick Nolte even ask him a, like, like about the fight or something like that? Well, he kind of blows him off. Yeah, well, he said something like... He asked if, if the baby was okay. He's yeah. like, is he okay? And he's like, yeah, I think he's just sleeping. Like, yeah. he just kind of blew it off. Yeah. Um, and because the baby did wake up eventually at the very end, he had just exerted himself. He had exhausted himself yeah. by using the force and passed out. Uh, and that's basically where the episode kind of ends. Like now we've got this mystery of, oh, the baby's got super strong force powers. Yep. So what do you think about that? Like we, we knew that this was going to be a, an expanded universe story finally, which is yeah. something we've been clamoring for. Uh, no Skywalkers in it. And we thought no Jedi's. But they introduced a Force user right mm-hmm. away in this. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm t- I mean, I'm fine with the introduction part. I'm very curious as to where they're kind of going with it because obviously, I mean, if the Empire is looking for this thing or whatever the Empire calls itself now, because um, uh, I think we're a ways off from the First Order. This is all like remnant stuff, but I don't, yes. I don't know. But do you think there's a plan in motion? Like there's got to be me, something. Yeah. It makes me feel like. It's very possible that this could be setting up for something we're going to see in Last Jedi. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Like, I wonder if this somehow ties into... Is Palpatine yeah, around? Exactly. Does Palpatine know that there's a Jedi out there and yeah. we need to hunt this Jedi or down? Or is this how they bring him back? Or is this how they bring or, him back? Yeah. And when you see stuff like this, too, like... It's one of those things. How does the show ends with them just gutting that little that's Yoda? That's what I mean. Like, like you see this happen, you're like, oh, this thing's adorable. Oh, this can't end well for this little guy, can it? Because there's not this Jedi's not around in those movies well, that we, we know of. I mean, yeah, that like, we know of. Yoda's have a, have a tendency to just sort of hide off on swamp planets. <laughs> that's true. You know? Nobody's gone looking for this thing. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, I've really enjoyed what I've watched so far. Yeah, and for sure. I'm certainly 
intrigued and I want to know where this is going to yep. go. So yep. we'll, and there's a lot of, I mean, you know, you know, there's going to be big reveals that still come up. You yeah. know, it's going to end on something, you know, you don't know that it'll be cool, but you know, they're shooting for cool. So you, you keep your fingers crossed. Right. There's a, you know, cast members we haven't seen yet. There's a lot of story to flush out. Totally. Um, I, yeah, Gina I, Carano hasn't even shown up yet. Yeah. I know she's one of the main characters, or so we think. Yeah, we thought the same. I thought the same thing about IG Eleven. Yeah, exactly. So we don't so, know. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of also. I, I really don't. I don't know. I don't have a frame of reference for a lot of these shows yet, and I've kind of brought that up about the Marvel shows. I don't know if they're looking at these as things that will lead to future seasons. Like, are they hoping that the Mandalorian goes ten seasons? Or are they intending this to be eight episodes and done? I have no idea. Yeah. So I really don't know where we're going with stuff like that. Because yeah. a lot of these shows, I mean, when you're looking at a normal television show that is hoping to, you know, expand and last as long as it can, you never get a lot of answers to anything because if they tie up all the loose strings, then there's nowhere to go with the next season. Right. So I don't, I still don't even know if this is an episodic series on that level or if it's just supposed to be a mini series. Yes. So I don't even know how to predict what kind of answers we're going to get. But I do feel the same way as you do. I feel like they're aiming for some sort of tie-in, and that's just based on the release schedule. And I think it was Jaron who pointed that out when we went over the release schedule because it's every Friday until the week that episode nine comes out. And that week, there's an, a Wednesday episode, yes. and then the season finale or series finale or whatever it is, is the following Friday, yes. like 10 days later after episode nine's been out for a little while. Now, maybe that's just so they don't have an episode debuting on the same day their movie is debuting so that nobody has the excuse to just stay home and not watch Star Wars. They can go out and spend money on Star Wars. Maybe, but seems a lot more likely that from a release standpoint... There's a story aspect to it, kind of yeah. like what they did with Agents of Shield yeah, the first yeah. few seasons, yep. where they'd yep. have those big, like the you know the summer movie, the May movie would hit, and then the rest of the season would be turned on its ears, reacting to that. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for because that stuff's really neat to me, and uh, I, I think there's a lot of cool stuff they can do with it. For However, sure. I'm gonna not I'm, as long as the, as long as the whole show's good I'm gonna try not to get my hopes up too high yeah because I don't know what their plans are with stuff like that exactly yet. and so I don't want to I don't want to put too much pressure on the show having to tie into everything else to be good and then be bummed out if it doesn't I just want it to be a good show totally so if I get everything great if I get just a good show cool yeah absolutely I hopefully it stays good all the way through too because yeah. it's been real fun so yeah. far and I am I am kind of uh ready for for it to pick up just a little bit though like it was a fun little side yeah. quest episode yeah. but now I'm, I'm well let's like start said, answering like, some I like, questions I like the slow burn but if you're only gonna have eight episodes yeah. the action's gonna pick up pretty soon here yeah. and I got to assume that's coming along real quick again yeah, we saw to. so much action in the trailers. Right. There's going to be some cool stuff, you know, happening pretty soon here. Also, remember, this is a John Favreau show. Yes. Uh, and we, you know, he's done nothing but pretty good so far. I didn't, I did not see The Lion King, but uh, I haven't. Either. You know, his Marvel stuff was great. Mm-hmm. Um, the other work he's done for Disney has been top notch, and that's why they put him on this. And these first two episodes have been very engaging. Mm-hmm. And so I've got, I've got no reason not to be hopeful for everything that's coming soon. I got to make sure Jaren catches up on these because I want to make sure we discuss these. Like we'll have two episodes to discuss every time we record yeah. a podcast yep. until this Through is the done. End of the year, so yeah. I want to make yeah. sure we we keep on this because <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun with this show. Yeah. 
It's the most Star Wars feeling thing since the uh, the originals. Yeah. I feel I mean, like yeah, it might be. So I, mean, I don't know. Like Episode Seven was chock full of Star Wars. Feelings. No, you're totally yeah. right. Episode Seven was yeah. very, very much like that. Yeah. And just to clear this up, since I brought it up, I looked it up real quick. Boba Fett himself is not technically a Mandalorian. Okay. But it's because he's a clone of yeah. Jango Fett, and he was not raised on Mandalore. Okay. So that's but why Jango is a Mandalorian. But Jango is a Mandalorian. Okay. So that's why Boba falls outside of that. He wasn't actually brought up with it or raised around it or anything like that. So he wears Mandalorian armor, but he's not a Mandalorian. (laughs) If we're getting technical, I guess. Uh, Yeah, I'm really I'm really excited to see where the show goes. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I don't know if we're going to I assume they're going to take his helmet off at some point. I would think. I mean, they say they got a guy with a name. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Which uh, uh, I wonder if they're going to give us more backstory on him. They kind of gave us a few flashes. Yeah. Like teasing something. Yeah. Like that he might be adopted into the Mandalorian race or something. Yeah. Um, So I I bet we do get a little bit more of that fleshed out. Yeah. I like the mystery of the character, yeah. but I'm kind of with you. Like, I like that they haven't yet. Uh, yeah, the longer it goes, I think it'll be pretty cool. I don't think well, that they'll never take it off, I'm, and I'll be fine when they do. Partially I'm because wondering. at some point it's neat too, and partially because I'm a big fan of that guy. Yeah, well, you know, for guys like us that you know we we we're into the comic book stuff and the Star Wars stuff and superheroes and masks and whatever. We're cool with this. We yeah. like this. I wonder if, like, general audience member is having a hard time connecting with him by not yeah. knowing anything. Yeah, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I wonder. I, I'm curious how that might be, but yeah. I like it, so he can leave that helmet on. <laughs> Stay away from Mace Windu. Good thing Mace is dead. <laughs> Otherwise, this party would be over. <laughs> All right, man. Any final thoughts on anything there? Or ready to wrap this up? No, yeah. I mean, like I said, looking forward to more. That's my only final thought at the end of both the first two episodes. <laughs> Sweet. That's how I feel, too. And Disney Plus has been great. Yep. So far, so yep. good. There are, some, there are some kinks, but they're, you know, they'll work them out. Yeah. I have so much stuff I want to watch on yeah, there, too. Exactly. So we'll, we'll get to and it. And they're just add- Oh, that is one thing I meant to bring up when we were talking about the kinks. So that'll be kind of my final thought. Uh, some of the menu options... When you're going through looking at movies, some stuff popped up on there that I didn't think was supposed to be on there. So I was like, oh, cool, this is on here. And I'd click on it, like episode eight. You know, you can find the option for it when you're going oh. through the menus, but then you click on it and it'll pop up and it'll say, you know, due to previously existing contracts, this title is not currently available, but will be available December 26th, 2019. Oh, okay. It'll give you the date and everything. That's pretty cool. Which is awesome. I think that's fantastic, because especially for a lot of the franchise stuff you're looking for, because there's a few Marvel movies that are like that. Yeah, the Spider-Man um, movies aren't on there, I noticed. Well, and I'm guessing, I don't be? know that they ever because will Because of be. the Sony? Because it's Sony, technically. Oh, Sony. I'm not sure. I mean, <laughs> I do believe... I do believe they showed up in the box sets on the Blu-rays. They did. So maybe they'll work something out. Yeah. But, I, but I didn't see them on the menus anywhere yet. But like Ragnarok's not on there yet. Uh, what's funny, you know, Endgame is, Infinity War isn't. Because yeah. Infinity War was still with Netflix before the deal on ran out. Right exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, But you can go and find out when they're going to be, which I think is cool. That is cool. But some of that stuff is weird, too, because there are, there are titles outside of, like, the you know, the Marvel and the franchise ones that I found that will tell you they're not available yet. But, like, I, I clicked on the Lone Ranger, 
And uh, it gave me the whole spiel, contractual, blah, 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 whatever. It's like, this title will be available April 12th or whatever, 2021. I'm like, that's an excessive amount of time for you to be telling me. Like, I don't need 18 months notice to know that the Lone Ranger (laughs) is going to be available. Who is clamoring to see the Lone Ranger so bad that you have to tell them when it's coming? Yeah. I feel like if if it's a Marvel movie and you have the date at any point and somebody's looking for it, that makes sense. If it's coming within the next, like, three or four months and it's one of your big movies, that makes sense. I don't need 18 months notice yeah. on Lone Ranger, and I don't know who does. <laughs> so that was kind of weird. And then to make that even weirder, like I looked for the live action Aladdin, and I couldn't find that one at all. Yeah, like I just, I, I didn't know. I knew it wouldn't be there, but I wanted to know the date, and it just didn't show up. I noticed anywhere. it wasn't there because yeah. we looked for so it. So I was like, well, that's you weird. Know, like, why would they not be telling me about that one? You know what else is missing? The Aladdin animated series. Oh, they put the Little Mermaid animated series yeah, is on there. I that Tangled that. ones, all most of the animated series yeah. are on there. The Aladdin one's missing. Let's say I just assumed the Aladdin one was it's on there because there. the others were, and that's one that I wanted to like watch or yeah. put on for Spencer because he's such a big Aladdin fan. Yeah. I was, I was like, there's like a three, whole. Yeah. Let's say because all three of the animated yeah, movies are on there. Yeah, uh, that's a, I put on Return of Jafar for him the other day, nice. and he watched that. Yeah. But that's when I noticed it wasn't there. Yeah, so I wonder what's up with that, and yeah. if that's going to be. I coming. don't know. That's yeah. that's so weird. Yeah. So, cool. But, well, I've had a lot of fun with yeah, it. Yeah, super enjoying it. Recommend it to everybody. If you like that kind of stuff, yep. I think you'll like it. If you're watching this show, just go sign up for it. Who are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I found out if you have Verizon Wireless, you get the first year free. Oh, I saw something about that. Yeah, which is funny because I like, I think you have to be on their unlimited plan or whatever. Yes, which I is, am. Is it for existing customers or for for existing? For, co- no, okay. it's for existing oh, customers. Awesome. Because I now need to figure out how to get in on that because I've already bought my Disney Plus thing. Yeah, but I think there's something I can do to like I don't know. I'm gonna get, get out credit for it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. but so and, that's and the thing. That, if you haven't yeah. done it yet and you have Verizon, you might want to look yeah. into that. There was also there was some sort of uh, deal I saw where if you signed up. It was basically like if you, I think if you already were a Hulu subscriber or if you signed up for both at the Uh same time, you could get the first year at like $6 off per month or whatever. Uh So you only ended up paying a dollar for Disney Plus, but like Hulu was already only $6. So it's basically like whatever that deal was, if you do them both at the same time, you're getting one of them for free. Yeah. Basically. And there's, I know there's also a package where you get Disney Plus plus Hulu plus uh, the ESPN, ESPN. app for a, for, yeah. a, for a discounted rate. So yeah. there's lots of packages and ways and reasons to sign up. So make, make sure you do. It's like the cheapest of the streaming yep. services. And tell right them now. the Geek Easy sent you. The f- f- <laughs> Hey, do that enough, and maybe yeah. something good will come yeah, of it. I who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, on that note, we want to thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the show. Uh, if you guys are watching the video version on YouTube, hey, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment down below. Uh, I don't think we have to worry about this video being marked as for kids, uh, but you, you know... Yeah. We'll said, still be you, around. You said the A word earlier, we'll so we be should be good. Okay, we're good. Oh, yeah. is that how that works? Okay, that's how that works. Uh, yes, yeah, subscribe. Leave a comment, guys. We'd appreciate it here on YouTube. If you guys are listening to the audio version, uh, we should be on any of your preferred podcasting platforms, such as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, uh, and the Podbean app. So you can follow us, leave us a review, rate us, subscribe, all that good stuff to make sure you stay up to date with the show and head on over to Facebook and like the Geek Easy Podcast Facebook page. Uh, 
usually I try to get on there and let you guys know when we're going to post an episode. I did not do that this time. That is my fault. But we do record uh, every other week. So every other Wednesday, there'll be yeah. a new episode up for you guys to enjoy. And I'll assume all of the fan questions this week would have just been, how awesome is Disney yeah. Plus? Yeah, what did you watch on Disney yeah. Plus? What yeah. do you think of The Mandalorian? <laughs> I bet yeah. we covered everything. Did yeah. you guys see Sonic's new trailer? <laughs> <laughs> I bet we got it all. I bet we got it all. <laughs> no, we do appreciate the fan questions. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So no, yeah. Anytime you guys have anything, you don't have to wait for my thread. If you guys post on the page, I will do my best to like curate it so that we can try to have those for the next episode. So don't be afraid to leave us comments there. With that being said, that is going to wrap up the 75th episode of the Geek Easy hey, Podcast. That's a nice little like milestone. A milestone yeah. yeah, 25 will be at 100. Let's say in 25 more episodes, we can go live again. We'll go live again. <laughs> well, if we still have that feature available to us on YouTube after they shut everything down. Yeah, uh, Wolf, Wolf, the, another YouTube will pop up. Another one. That's right. Another one will rise. That's right. right when guys. one YouTube falls, two more take its place. Is that what? Is that how? It's I like think a Hydra. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Hail Hydra. (laughs) (laughs) McClunky. McClunky. The Geek Easy Podcast is a production of PixelDan.com. Musical tracks used in the intro and outro are used with full permission of the respective owners or creators. Intro and outro narrations are provided by me, Brian T. Stevenson. PixelDan.com's The Geek Easy Podcast is provided for entertainment purposes only. The views expressed are those solely of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily represent those of PixelDan.com or any other party. Be sure to join us next time for another installment of The Geek Easy Podcast.